Come on. Strong, the powerful Christopher Hamsey is here on Lifeblood Create. Welcome, Christopher. Thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you on. Chris is a JD, is an entrepreneur and a partner in T-Launch. They are a company specializing in drop shipping and print on demand. Again, excited to have you on. Christopher, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. So, yeah, I am in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which most people have no idea what South Dakota <laughs> is, but it's a, uh, uh, I like it. It's big enough, but small enough. And so we built, um, you know, T-Lunch started here, been doing it for about almost nine years now. Um, kind of a workaholic. Really, just kind of focused on creating uh, creating the Tlon software and kind of helping other people become entrepreneurs. Nice, I love it. All right, so what was the behind the JD? Did did did, <laughs> did you think I should go to law school because it will really help me in my entrepreneurial journey down the road? You know what it was. I mean, a lot of it might have been pride. Um, our high school class is funny. So in in our part of the world. Uh, we have a university real close that has a pharmacy program that's really great. So most of my classmates that toward the top end of our uh, high school class all went to be pharmacists. And I didn't really want to be a pharmacist. I got a regular business degree, but then realized uh, quite soon after that uh, a regular uh, BA in business is worth nothing. <laughs> so, you know, kind of just figured out what's the next move, what I want to do. But okay, let's be a lawyer. That's, you know, make good money. Yeah, it uses your brain. It looks good on a... Uh, on a resume and uh, went to law school, passed the bar, and then quickly realized that taking money from people who most often don't have it to, you know, do stuff for them like that is wasn't what I wanted to do. And so I just never practiced. But it has been helpful, it's been really helpful in, in T Launch. I love it. All right. So I had the opportunity or I listened to um to Shoe Dog, the story about um the 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 launch of of Nike and it was just fascinating to learn about how Phil Knight just pieced together first I believe uh, manufacturing in Japan then eventually China and you um, are are sort of coordinating I'll let you tell me exactly what you're doing but you're working with factories all over the world so how did how did that all come to be how did T launch start give us that story yeah so it was kind of a weird beginning so there's a type of technology called DTG it's called direct to garment. So it's basically, it came out about 15 years ago, and it was the first real way you could make uh, one t-shirt at a time, and it was cost-effective, it looked good, um, the workflow made sense. And so we started nine years ago, enamored by that technology. So just basically the idea that you could, because uh, before really the way to make a t-shirt, you had to use screen printing, and screen printing had a lot of setup, you couldn't just make one. And so enamored by the technology, kind of jumped in with both feet as kind of a, a side gig. You know, basically it wasn't, my intention wasn't necessarily to not be a lawyer. It was to be a lawyer and have this fun kind of side business, but it, it rapidly consumed every waking moment of my day. And we kind of like just having the technology alone wasn't enough. Um, it was cool. It was interesting. Most people didn't get it. We didn't have a way to sell it. Uh, and it was a colossal kind of failure. So for the first two years, we lost almost a million dollars and sold very few shirts. And then, you know, around 2014, 15, 
we saw this trend. So basically, at that time, Facebook ads came out, and so did a website called Teespring. And people figured out that, man, I can make a I Love Fishing shirt, you know, in a matter of minutes. I could throw it on Teespring if people, um, you know, bought enough of it. Because in the early days, you had to have a minimum amount before Teespring printed. Um, I could sell a lot of shirts via Facebook. And so it, we kind of saw it was moving away from Teespring and onto their own stores. And so we said, hey, we need to find some way so customers know we have this service. And so we found, you know, kind of went to the groups on Facebook, found out about Shopify, and thought this is the this is the only way we're gonna survive is we gotta find a, an outlet for what we're doing. So we took four credit cards, it ended up being like thirty-seven thousand dollars to make this initial app. It's kind of crazy. So so it's been August six years ago. And you know, day one, no customers, day two, no customers. Day three, you know, sold a hundred shirts. Day four, we sold three hundred shirts. And then by the end of the year, it went from zero to almost three million dollars in sales with just a very, it was a crude, simple app. We only had five products, just five different types of shirts. And then from there, we really kind of figured out that, you know, the key uh, basically of, of selling this kind of, these products. And then as we kind of went on throughout time, we kind of, we ebb and flow, like we do a lot of our own production, but we also outsource a lot of it. So we have factories in UK, Australia, Canada, China, uh, Mexico, all over the US. So now we have, you know, two of our own factories and then we work with another 18 partner factories all over the world because um, we have customers all over the world. And so especially now with COVID last year, it kind of showed the importance of shipping within the same country because uh, you ship something from the U.S. to Australia. It could take two months now. So this really isn't feasible like it used to be. Nice. All right. So I want to I, I, I want to learn more about how you lost almost a million dollars in the first year. How did how did where where'd you kept, where'd you get the money and 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 how'd you lose it so efficiently? <laughs> we we kept investing machinery. So basically, uh, it's it's funny when you get first kind of in the whole SBA loan system. It's not that difficult to get money. Like you can give them any projections on what you think you're going to do, and then they can just say, hey. Uh, based on those projections, give us 10% or 20% down, and we'll give you money. So we kind of basically figured out in our old model, the only way to make any profit is we have to produce a shirt for less and less money. So it always came down to, okay, we got one machine that costs $100,000. It can do 12 shirts an hour. For me to make um, an extra 50 cents per shirt, that machine has to produce 24 shirts per hour. Obviously, the machine didn't, so we had to buy another one and another one and another one, and it just got out of, it's one of those things where like, you know if you gave up, it's over. Versus if you keep borrowing money and buying more machinery, uh, you still have a kind of a chance. And so it was it was pretty dire. I mean, I would say when the app launched in August, we probably had enough, I guess, borrowable potential to last the year, but it wouldn't have lasted past that. And then we would have, you know, gone bankrupt. And it was, it was, it was one of those things where me personally, like my parents uh, went bankrupt when I was, uh, in elementary school and lost everything. And so that was not an option for me is to, uh, to do that. So we just kept, kept pushing and, and, and luckily it all worked out, but yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty rough. Yeah. I imagine, I imagine that was a, that, that was a very dynamic time for, 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 for y'all. All right. So it's, you mentioned that there was the old model of trying to produce more t-shirts for less money and then he talked about how you went from zero to $3 million in sales with effectively five different types of shirts, and you figured out the key to it. So what what is that, or what, what is, what was the key to it? So, you know, 
going after a different market, they put a different value on what uh, a shirt should cost. So if you're selling to like a local market and saying, hey, the school wants to buy 25 shirts, they already have an established deal of, okay, you go to a screen printer, it's so many dollars per color. Like they had a price what they were willing to pay. Even though you're selling them a different service, you're doing one, one shirt at a time and didn't have to buy any extra, they just didn't get it. But this new model understood that, okay, I'm basically making you one shirt at a time, I'm shipping one shirt at a time, those two actions have a value, you know? So like I say to any warehouse scenario, if you ship somebody uh, one item, they charge you a, a fee to ship it, they charge you a shipping fee, like all these things where it's just accepted. So really once we had this new model, we could say, okay, maybe we're selling the shirt for a very similar amount to where before, but now because we're drop shipping it on your behalf, um, we're able to make, you know, two, three dollars extra that we wouldn't had before. So it's really just finding the market that was willing to um willing to pay what you need to charge to you know to make money got it nice all right so do you still have all that all that equipment that you had initially bought tell me about the new factories the the the, the two factories that you own yeah so the the equipment basically devalues instantly so basically all the equipment we bought let's say it was 750,000 the first 3 years it all got thrown away it was Ugh. so worthless by the time and that's kind of how it is unfortunately the industry is evolving at such a pace that it's really worthless before you pay it off um and it's part of the game and you just have to kind of work it into your your cost analysis but uh, yeah none of, that, none of that stuff exists um currently in sioux falls we have a uh, twenty-five thousand square foot facility we do dtg um so basically apparel we have a laser etching department so we do tumblers cutting boards that kind of stuff we have a paper division and then in Utah, we have a factory that does sublimation. So basically, think about you taking a big piece of paper with ink on it, and you're basically uh, pressing it with a press on different substrates. So we do blankets, flags, clothing, all that kind of stuff. So Nice. Okay. I love it. So how how do consumers or rather how do if 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 i have a website with with an e-commerce shop and i want to start making product i want to start doing coffee cups i want to start doing t-shirts with my logos on it how does that how 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 does that all work yeah so and now we have two integrations we have shopify and etsy those are the two main channels that we see uh, a lot of growth in we're working on more but those are the two we start with so basically anybody who has a um, you know, if, if you're just starting out, Etsy is a great place because it's free. Uh, there's no upfront cost. You don't have to pay 20 cents per kind of product you make. And then there's a, a listing fee at the end. But um, it's really easy. I mean, you basically go sign up for our app. You know, it's app.tlaunch.com. Go ahead and you can browse all the products. You download the templates to kind of set the art, the design that you want on the stuff. And you can literally create a product in under a minute. And it's crazy because people don't realize how how many opportunities there are to sell uh, products, just people, you know, like we have all these, all of our employees are all also entrepreneurs and it's crazy how they'll just keep their ears open to a band, a fundraiser, a church thing where people are already, uh, either collectively, you know, one doing one big order or they just, you know, have a conversation and they're kind of, um, you know, buying stuff together. Like it's, it's really quite amazing how much is just kind of floating around. So what we're trying to really get people to understand is, is anybody can be an entrepreneur. Uh, with this model because basically even the simplest you know best ad ever in black text on a white mug you know we sell thousands of those so it doesn't have to you don't have to be a designer you don't have to be necessarily clever um, and you don't have to run ads because you know enough people in your 
your circles on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And I was at a places where you already are friends with people who have shared interests with you. Uh, it's just a matter of making the product and saying, you know, support me and, and, and purchase this. So, so I don't, when somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, okay, this, this sounds like I have access to this in a way that that's never really been viable before, but you know, I, I'm I'm not going to sell fifty thousand shirts in a year. But you're saying that's not necessarily that. Maybe I'm thinking about it wrong. Yeah. So I really think you know what, what was the statistic during COVID where if someone needed two hundred dollars, you know, for emergency money, how you know eighty percent of people don't have it. Hmm. Um, this isn't a way to become. I mean, we do have a lot of customers that went from zero to millions. I'm not saying it's not doesn't happen, but it's obviously few and far between. But we have ten thousand customers that can generate, you know, 200 to a thousand dollars a month. I mean, it's not, it's not difficult. So for example, a coffee mug, I charge you $3 and 50 cents. You know, most people sell these coffee mugs anywhere from 15 to $20. So, you know, even 10 coffee mugs a month, you know, could generate you, you know, 150 bucks. And they think about things you're already buying. That's what they too. Like, so think about during the holidays, you know, how many people are buying holiday cards, canvases, uh, all these things that you're already buying from other websites. And now you just have to be kind of thinking of it as like, you're buying it from yourself, and then you're also asking your friends and family to support your business by buying things they would already buy somewhere else. And then, and even if you double the the markup on everything that you pay T launch, it's still a normal, reasonable price you'd see anywhere else on the internet. So nice, I love it. So I was thinking about that all the wrong way, but for people who are just are looking for obviously if people are interested in 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 monetizing their enterprise that they already have a big email list and clients, then by all means do that. You can make tons of money, but it's also a great opportunity just to potentially supplement and make a couple extra hundred dollars a month without uh, going beyond, for lack of a better term, your natural market or people you already have a relationship with. Exactly. Nice. I love it. So you mentioned uh, three fifty to make a coffee cup. What are what are some of the other popular items that, that y'all have been selling a lot of? So tumblers are our most popular. So basically it's kind of a Yeti style double walled insulated tumbler. We sell just thousands of those. Uh, blankets, we have a super soft kind of fleece and stripper blanket that we do. Uh, apparel is obviously pretty popular. Um, and we have I mean tons of products. We have you know, yard signs and garden flags and canvases and frame paper. And I think we're up to almost 200 and some different product types. And we're adding, now the fun part is too, is that we have this new app that just launched last month. Uh, we're adding, you know, a dozen products every every other month because now we have this, we basically spent two years developing the perfect uh, software that allowed us to iterate fast. Because one thing that's, that's, that's happening a lot in this industry is that it, the, the speed of uh, saturation is getting really, uh, fast. So like, let's say like t-shirts, like obviously the first three years, all we sold is t-shirts, all we cared about is t-shirts. And then as the market gets very crowded and everybody starts selling t-shirts, then we have to pivot to another product that's not so saturated. So now we're basically launching, you know, a dozen products every other month because we want our customers to have something that's new, that's unique, um, that, that their end customer maybe hasn't seen before that kind of allows them to break through the, the noise of, of the internet with just, um, cause you think about too, like I said, t-shirts, I mean, you take Teespring, which sold, you know, hundreds of millions of shirts. You got merch by Amazon, which just dumped, you know, billions of shirts on the market. So uh, there might be a situation where I think everybody's bought as many novelty impulse buy t-shirts as they can fit in their closet. And so they're looking for other stuff. Impossible. There will always be a market. <laughs> 
always going to need a, a new t-shirt, but certainly, certainly more products. So, well, I think that that's very cool. Um, are, do you, and, and is this, how are, how are you innovating the, 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 the app? Are you doing the coding? Are you just coming up with ideas? Yeah. So we have six developers. Okay. So we're basically, we're working on, you know, the last two years have really just got us to the point of building the structure, but now we're working on um, other ways to help people sell more. You know, we have a big personalization push because that's 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 the biggest market right now is think about like if you're going to buy a world's best dad mug, you can go to any store and get it. Maybe it's a little bit more expensive. It's cheaper than a guy who would work with us, but it's not it's it's um, it's ordinary. First, when you throw personalization, which I mean, like, you know, throw your name in there, you know, you know, Ted's the best dad or you have a picture of your dog, you know, dressed as a renaissance as a site that does that yeah, uh, Renaissance character, like all these things are like, it's why print on demand is powerful because you cannot do it any other way. And so personalization, we're really working on some tools to make that easier, working on more integrations to more platforms because obviously Shopify and Etsy are the two biggest ones, but there's a lot of other uh, smaller platforms that uh, kind of need our attention too. So we're just kind of working on basically more ways for us to be able to connect to us, more products uh, because obviously to make a product uh, we have to, you know, source it, you know, figure out the print template, figure out how to make the kind of mock-ups, you know, the, the visual representation of, of what it looks like, and then make sure we can actually uh, produce it, you know, at scale. So there's a lot of a lot of moving pieces to this business. Fascinating. I love it. Well, Christopher, the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Biggest thing is, is just try. I mean, it's crazy in our business where a lot of people sign up and they just either get frustrated or busy and they just don't make products or they don't show people what they're doing at the end of the day it's just you just gotta try because it's crazy how we've seen i mean we have thousands of stories like this of people that you know it can be it, it's pretty easy to be pessimistic and to be kind of defeatist like why is somebody out of the thousands and thousands and millions of products on etsy why would they buy my coffee mug and it's just kind of one of those things where like people don't even they just they make up their mind before they've even tried um and the people who kind of keep an open mind and you know keep pushing and maybe they you know struggled for you know two three years but they kept you know, basically throwing on a product every week. Uh, those are the guys that that do well and succeed because they just they tried, even though their even though their brain is telling them not to. So. Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets. Come on, come on, Christopher. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you, and how can they sign up and uh, get started? Yeah, so just go to tlaunch.com. So it's just t e e l a u n c h dot com. And then uh, you can go ahead and sign up there, kind of read our blog, check out our products. And then if anyone wants to contact me personally, uh, it's just Christopher at tlaunch.com. Awesome. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Christopher your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to tlaunch.com. That's T-E-E-L-A-U-N-C-H.com. Get started. Thanks again, Christopher. Thanks for having me. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.